the Freedom with Fender in this episode, which goes for a little bit longer than normal, is my um, awakening journey and my healing journey. Um, and this is edited, to be honest. <laughs> I've had to wanted to keep it as succinct as possible, um, but I'll, there was a lot more, and I will talk about that in in future episodes. But this is the main guts of it. And so, yeah, I want to thank you for listening to this. And I hope I can transmit something to you from it. um, Because it certainly has um, helped me to recount it this way. So, yeah, thank you. Welcome to this very special episode of Freedom with Fender. I'm deciding to share my healing journey so you guys get some background on why I do this and, and you know, like how I got to this point, why I talk about freedom and love and spiritual stuff and all of that. And I'm just going to be really transparent. I'm feeling a lot of grief today. I'm feeling a lot of sadness. I'm feeling, you know, this New Year's Eve is very, um, I feel like a part of me is hesitant about this year coming. Um, And that's okay. You know, like, there's so much unknown still. Like, I feel like the more we try to grasp things and and stabilize things you know on the outside world the the more unknown it gets and it's hard it's hard to let go and trust in the unknown it's one of the hardest things i believe that a human can do is fully genuinely truthfully trust in life in the unknown feel like that's a big part of my story actually which is what this episode is is my my spiritual awakening my healing journey which still continues it's like I don't know if it has an ending (laughs) I don't think it does there's definite foundations um definite um levels uh, of it that change things are certainly easier I feel like I feel more trusting in life than I have before. On a level, I feel definitely um, more connected to my true self and to spirit. That's definitely there. Um, And I'm also very, very aware of the human experience and the human process to integrate that, which I'm in an integration phase right now, which is why I haven't done a app for a while. I'm also currently um, trying to finish my website so that I can publish it tomorrow. Because I thought, what's the best day to do it? Oh, the first of the year. Let's just go with that. And so whatever stage it's in, I'm just going to publish it and then just keep refining it because I'm just tired. I'm tired of... (laughs) having to, I'm just tired of this, like, I don't know what it is, 
feels like something holding me back or something or some kind of, maybe it's my perfectionism or fear, most likely just fear. I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. So anyway, that's where I'm at at the moment. So here we go. I'm going to tell you my healing journey. I'm just going to start from the most significant part. And so this might spiral around, but it will still be engaging. So in 2015, I fell in love with someone. Um, and, and that's an understatement. This was not this was not a falling in love experience, actually. This was a awakening to a love beyond anything I've ever experienced in my life. Um, I actually had known this person, and I will say his name. His name is David. I knew him from years before, and we'd become friends. We met through a music event that was quite significant. And we became friends after that time. And he came back into my life in 2015. And I had lost my business that I'd had for five years. I went into tremendous amounts of debt. And I broke up with um, my previous boyfriend. And I was going through a really, really tough phase in my life. Um, but things were starting to look up because I got a job and um, with an amazing person. Um, and... It just was like the lifesaver life experience for me at that time. It gave me some stability and, and finances to help me get through a really tough time. Anywho, so I um, so here comes David back into my life and we'd had a connection when we first met. Like we just felt very familiar to each other and talked easily with each other. Um, and I, I recognize that now. I didn't really recognize it at the time, but I did, did feel that way. Um, there was just a real familiarity with our, with the way we are. And um, so he comes back into my life in February of two thousand and fifteen, and and I ended up going to Melbourne with my boss at the time, just for a little trip to an art gallery, and um. I ended up meeting with him and in the the coming weeks we we kept in touch and I remember this very distinctly I was walking down the street and he was saying something I can't even remember what it was and I was talking to him and then all of a sudden I think what happened was that he said I think I love you and I said, I think I love you as well. And like, I would normally not say that very quickly to somebody, but I couldn't help it and he couldn't help it. And then boom, I had this like this massive spiritual experience, like unlike anything I've, I've never experienced this after. I've had glimpses of it, but what felt like what had happened was my heart opened and my entire being opened and he even said on the phone at the same time he's like what is happening my heart feels so warm and I'm like so do I I'm like my whole body is like that and I, I don't understand what's happening 
and everything around me got really vivid. Like, I mean, the colors in everything were just bright. And I was, it was like I was looking at the world from a, a new perspective. Like I saw things unlike I'd seen them before. Like everything was alive around me. Even the buildings were alive. And it was just this, this, this rush of like liquid type love. And that's an understatement. It was beyond love, just rushing up my body and out the top of my head. That's what it felt like. I literally felt like I was on drugs. I thought, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I've taken a hundred drugs, but without the the ickiness. And I was even saying this to him on the phone. I'm like, I feel like I'm on drugs. Like what is happening? And he's like, I don't know. Like, like we we're just both freaking out and laughing at the same time. Just going, what is this? This is not normal. Like, this is not like we've both been in love with people before and fallen in love, but this is not normal. Anywho, so here I am having this massive experience. This didn't stop. This, I had this experience for two weeks and more things started happening to me. I felt this clarity in my mind unlike anything else. I felt like I knew everything about everything in the universe. I felt like I knew everything about everybody. I felt like I knew um, the meaning of everything. I felt like I understood the universe and how incredibly complex yet simple it is. I felt like I knew um, the what unconditional love meant um, and and the the nature of polarity. I felt like I was just being given the secrets to the universe in this experience. And and I now know what all of that is, which I will relay soon. But it was like I was tapping into an intelligence that I was a part of, but it was beyond me. And it was it was in him as well. And it was in everyone. It was in everything around me. And it was just like this, like a divine intelligence and I could just hear it and I could feel it and I could, I'm about to cry because I can remember that feeling of just complete and utter connection. That's what it felt like. And I felt like he was a part of that and I felt like, like my purpose in life is, is finally here. It actually felt like that. And I know that's true. And the reason why I'm crying is like, I'm going to cut to the chase. He's no longer alive. And um, that part of the story is about to come up. And so part of me is like, I feel a gratitude for this experience, but I also feel like I miss it. Like I feel like I'm missing it or something, which I know is not true, but just I could just remember how amazing that, that time of my life was. And it was also scary. <laughs> it was also scary. So here I am having this like, what I now know is a Kundalini experience, and it's it's um, an awakening experience, awakening to more of my nature, and awakening to the truth of the universe, and 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 I felt like it was because of him, um, because I've come into contact with him, and there's some like amazing connection there um that's instigated this and in that in that love and in that feeling and that knowing was that I 
knew that I knew him and I knew that I was right and I and he felt the same way about me and we felt like we had just known each other forever and this was all perfect this was all supposed to happen like the it really did feel like the universe was conspiring for us to be together at that time because so many synchronicities happened where it was just very easy for me to um because he lived in Melbourne and I live in Sydney in Australia and um for me to travel back and forth and for him to travel back and forth it was just it was like we were being supported to to be in contact with each other a lot um so because we developed this relationship this long distance relationship and we just kind of surrendered to it and that we both said that that's what we would do we'd just surrender to this because there's something magical happening and we don't quite understand it so anyway like I'm having this uh, this awakening experience I'm starting this new relationship with this amazing person and I've got this new job and I'm overwhelmed <laughs> by it all and I just felt like oh my god all these hard things have gone through me I lost my business you know like 6 months before a year before that I was in massive debt like all this this stuff happened to me I was I had a lot of I went through a lot of painful things and I felt like finally, like the life is on my side, and and this is why, you know, I had I had to get to this point. And so, yeah, I and all these strange things were happening to me. So after this initial two weeks of this experience, I I actually felt afraid of it because my it felt like my body was too unstable or something. Like I didn't know how to deal with it. Like, I didn't know how to deal with how, all this energy. Um, I wasn't sleeping properly. Um, I I got all these, like, kind of not crazy ideas in my head, but I just had all these real strong intuitions to go to the ocean, to walk around with no shoes, and I, I felt like I was somewhere else. And so a part of me was afraid because I didn't know, like, how, like what was happening. And so after two weeks, just boom, like, I went numb. Like I felt like it just left. Like all of that just stopped. And I felt numb and and in shock in a way. Um and I was continuing my relationship with him <clears throat> and yeah, I started to get a little bit depressed. And every time I would meet with him and then go like back to my home it felt like it got worse and worse every time and you know like I will I will state really strongly I had no idea what was happening I had no idea and I ended up looking up things on online to see if other people were having this experience apparently it was very common and it was very common at this time of of humanity for this to happen to a lot of people that come in contact contact with a with a significant person soulmate and instate this huge awakening process and that you were partners in this process and so I was reading all these crazy things I'm like oh my god other people are having this experience there's a name for this um, people are awakening and like you know a lot of it made sense to me because I was already quite spiritual and, and had had some experiences already but this was like another level this was like the real deal this was this was a whole nother thing that I just had no consciousness of, like, in my human self. But a part of me, like, also at the same time, my soul and this deeper part of me 
was familiar with all of this. So that's what kind of kept me together, even though a lot of me was falling apart. And that's what happens in the awakening experience. I'm sure you guys know that, but people who don't, you know, all of your stuff starts breaking down. Everything that's not you starts to fall apart. And that's the whole point of this is for you to become your true self and for the old self to fall away. I did not know that (laughs) at the time. If I did, like, maybe it would have been easier. I'm not sure. But what ended up happening is the further we got into this relationship, the more this stuff kept happening to me, this incredible amount of fear started to to come up in my body and and I didn't understand it and he started to act a little bit differently and a bit strangely and I was like oh my god I think my fears are about to come true like and and I mean I've I've had a lot of fear in my life and I've you know this has been a big part of my healing journey is healing all of these deep deep fears and that relationship literally brought up every single one of them. And I've had to face every single one of them and I'm still doing it. Um, and uh, so what ended up happening was uh, one of my fears was that he would choose to be with somebody else um, and reject me. and And that's exactly what happened. And it was a very very, very, very painful experience to go through. I was very confused because I I knew that we loved each other, but this whole other side of this relationship, this was was a very scary side of it. Um, I didn't know how to deal with it. And it was, it it felt like, I didn't realize that it was, it was in service to my pain and in service to his as well. I didn't know that (laughs) at the time. It just looked like this relationship is falling apart. It's not what I thought it was. and But I love this person. I'm very confused by this. And he looks confused and he's acting like a completely different person. And I have no idea who this person is anymore. And it just just kept being like that. It got harder and harder and harder. And to a point where I just realized, like from a loving place, I realized this is a part of the my journey I have to go on my own and I've got to figure out whatever's going on with me and I've got to do it by myself um, and whatever he's choosing and wanting to do because he was he had a new job all of these things were happening for him it seemed like he's getting what he wants in his life you know he was very happy with that so um, and plus he was had a whole another connection with somebody and I just couldn't be a part of that. I just knew in my heart I couldn't, I had to go off on my own, which is what I chose to do. Um, although we kept in contact. And um, although I was very clear about that, it was incredibly, incredibly painful. And uh, I reacted, you know, in a lot of pain. To, to what was happening, I reacted, I became very depressed, I became very aggressive, I became very um, blamey um, um, towards him, I, you know, like he, 
that he was being nasty to me sometimes. So I would react to that and then I would be nasty and then he would react to that. And we were just triggering each other, basically. It, we just were triggering each other and it was just like, all right, this is like the reality of men and women. Like this is the reality of how much pain there is sometimes between men and women and and the pain that comes up in intimate relationship if we don't know how to deal with it. And, you know, I'm, hasn't gone, there's not been a day where I don't regret, <laughs> regret all of that. But I do know that um, I couldn't have done it any other way because that's how much pain I was in. And it wasn't his fault, you know. I, that's something I will say 100%. I now know it wasn't his fault. It wasn't, our, pain is not anybody's fault. Pain is, is the result of believing that we are not loved and believing that we are separate and believing we are not free and we are not spiritual beings. That's where the pain comes from. And this relationship was to serve that purpose for me to to face all of that, to face all of this pain and... Um, and I'm still doing it, to be honest. Years later. And so we went our separate ways and I did my best. And um, I was in so much pain. I don't even know how I got through those days. I had no healing anything. Like I didn't have any tools. I had no help. I had no support. I had nothing. <laughs> And I was going through this massive awakening. And what they don't tell you, <laughs> I don't think many people really explain, is that when you go through a spiritual awakening, a huge amount of emotional pain will come up. And it will seem beyond this life. It will seem like it doesn't even make sense how much pain there is. And that's exactly what I was going through. It was pain that went beyond. It was beyond what was going on with me and him. It went, it was like pain that felt like belonged to centuries of stuff. And I completely could not deal with it. I absolutely couldn't deal with it. Um, all I knew was I just had to keep crying. I just had to keep crying and, and hope that it passes. Like, that's literally where I was at. And so he went off and lived his life, um, was doing what he was doing. You know, I would hear from him still randomly and, um, you know secretly I was believing we were going to get back together and I just had to go through this this thing and he had to go through whatever he's going through and we would come back together and one of the big things I realized is I had to learn like what I was being shown is that I didn't love myself at all at all and that that's kind of what imbalanced our relationship he didn't love himself either and that hurt that's what was hurting um and it looked like we didn't love each other, but actually we just weren't loving ourselves. And God, it seems so simple now, but, you know, until you really get that, you don't get it. You really don't get it. And that's, I just knew in my heart, I loved him and I wanted to get back to that love and I wanted to get back to that, but I had to love myself first. I had to learn about unconditional love. That was a definite truth that was in my heart. I have to learn how to unconditionally love myself 
and he needed to do the same in his own way and then everything was going to work out. And so I I ended up going into a really bad depression, so bad that I couldn't go to work. And um, I had been going to like a spiritual community. I'd re- I realized I needed to to connect with people who also had had similar experiences to me. I needed to expand into a spiritual community and get some kind of support and connections with people who understood this. And so I did, and I met some amazing people, and it kind of synchronized. And um, but I still had all this pain, and you know, one thing led to another through this spiritual community where I found um, this healing modality called unconditional love healing. Um, that who my friends now, Simon and Laura, they teach and and are practitioners of this healing. And something in me just knew I had to go and see them. Like, the word unconditional love is what drew me because I was like, that's exactly, I need to learn that. I need to, I don't know, there's something about this healing modality. I've just got to go to it because everything else I've looked at just does not feel like it's going to handle what I'm feeling or it's not going to handle this. Um, and I was right. <laughs> I was absolutely right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm yet to still see uh, a healing modality that that really is that okay with deep emotional pain um, without shying away from it. So here I am going into my first sessions with Simon. um, And I remember the second session, something clicked inside of me straight. Like I started to see the correlations between what I was feeling and experiencing and, and how it related to some kind of past life pattern. Um, Although I don't, I don't really go into that so much anymore in my journey because I now understand where that lies in, in, you know, that it's really about this moment. It's not really about the past, but you know, it can help with context. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. So, <clears throat> oh my dear <clears throat> my throat is very dry so here I am having these um, sessions and the second session I have with him I get this clarity on wow okay um, this this is much bigger than me like whatever I'm doing with this <clears throat> experience and this healing in myself, me healing myself, it's got this huge other purpose that I've I've yet to find out. And anyway, he ends up saying to me that <clears throat> I should learn how to do this healing modality because I would be good at it and they were teaching people how to do it soon. And then one thing led to another and I was able to go and I did it and I've not turned back since. I have been using this healing modality since then and I think that was in 2017 I started. Um, And it's been the centre of my world. It's been my saving grace. It has helped me deal with my spiritual awakening, understand it. It's helped me heal my emotional pain. It's helped me deal with the the things that were to come <laughs> after that. 
sorry, I need to have water. I forgot that this was going to be a longer podcast. And so I started my journey with unconditional love healing and I met some amazing people through doing that who are my friends now, um, who have had either similar journeys or have similar purposes. So, you know, I found my little tribe and I was very happy with that. And I was really determined to heal all of this stuff and love myself um, so that I could come back to this relationship and and without all of that pain, without all of that stuff. And I, to be honest, it was what was helping me go through that was that I was going to be able to love him properly without all of that projection, without all of that stuff. And I was really looking forward to that. And, you know, really it was also about me being able to receive that love and feel worthy of it, which is really where the pain is because I really didn't believe that and he didn't either. I now know. And so, you know, my life started unfolding in different ways. I realized that, oh my, you know, I'm, I need to step into this purpose of me actually becoming a practitioner of this healing and because I realize that this is like the most important healing work you can do and it it's it's what needs to happen and it's the most thorough um and that uncon- unconditional love is real it is it is the highest and truest vo- vibration of us all um if you want to say god source whatever that is the truest vibration of that um, being, um, which we are all a part of. And I really know that. And I knew that then, and that's what was carrying me through. And this is, this modality is about that. Um, which is why it really does transform everything at the deepest level, because that's the, that's the only kind of love that can touch that. Um, your mind cannot touch that depth of emotional pain and darkness um, I, I don't care what, like, other things do or whatever. If if unconditional love is missing from a modality, from... And I'm not saying that these things aren't helpful because they are helpful. They help people get to certain points, which is what people need when they're not ready for the deepest transformation and love. Um, I'm not saying that they don't work on that level, but... In order to truly, 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 truly transform something and really um, and get to the really nitty-gritty, this is the only kind of vibration, this is the only vibration that can reach that far. It's the only vibration that can go that deep. And um, I'm crying as I say this because I can feel that in my own journey. It's because of that love that's it's enabled me to still even be sitting here and willing to keep going. Um, it's really been the only thing that's touched me in those really deep, painful times of my life, which still happen a little bit. It's happening now. (laughs) Um, oh man, I really did not prepare myself for this. I have no tissues near me. So... Yes, this healing modality. Um, yes, as I was saying, that 
it's the only um yeah it's it's the only vibration that can can reach that far um and there's there's a lot to that and so yeah my life's unfolded in certain ways and um you know i was very excited about my future um and i was making all of this huge progress in my life like i was like really starting to feel like myself again i was really starting to feel like an excitement that oh my life has this bigger purpose oh my god it's bigger than what i thought i thought it was just me having this relationship with this dude and us doing awesome things together like it's actually bigger than that and so i was very excited and i still am i'm still i still am that is still happening in my life it's just that in 2019 um i found out that david suddenly passed away and i can't even tell you that the feeling it it feels like when you find something out like that it's like time gets split into two there was the moment you know the life before you knew that and then there's the life after that and there's no going back to the life before which is a constant battle I still have in today. And and I felt like the the ground completely. I felt like the world just dissolved around me and the ground gave way and I was falling. And I still feel like I'm falling to this day sometimes. Um and that here he passed away suddenly, unexpectedly. And I went into so much shock that it took me quite a while to like really understand what just happened. I was at work and I was in so much shock, so much shock that it just, I just went loopy after that moment. I really did. I I feel like I lost it and I couldn't understand why is this happening? This can't be true. I kept even saying, no, this is not real. Like, he's not, he's going to wake up in a minute, like, he's just playing around, you know, like, I actually was going through that, and then I'd go into fits of screaming and, and emotion and, and wanting to just, like, jump out of my own skin, and, um, I would not wish that, (laughs) that experience on anybody, but I know that a lot of people on this earth have had this experience, but I wouldn't, if I had the choice, I would say, no, let's not have that experience, because that is a terrifying, terrifying feeling. Um, and I just felt like my world had crumbled and crushed up into nothing. And I've been picking up the pieces since. And there's so much to that. Like, And I feel like that should be in another podcast. There's a, there's a whole journey I've had with that, that grief and, and all of that stuff. So I will go into that. But, you know, this happened in 2019. Um, and then, you know, this was just before COVID started. So when that happened, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm already in my own crisis. I This is nothing to me. <laughs> like, this is, this is, if anything, this is a welcome break that I need to you know, heals deeper and all of that stuff. 
Um, okay, you probably can hear dogs in the background. That's because I live with dogs and they love to bark. So I might pause it and come back. Okay, the dogs have stopped barking, so I've come back. <laughs> I had a little break, so I put a little interlude in there. So yeah, I was talking about the um, his passing away and then COVID. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting couple of years, and I'm sure it has for everybody. Uh, I just feel like in some weird way, all of that stuff that happened to me prior had prepared me for this huge change in life and I'm going to talk about that in future episodes um and how I came to the gene keys as well um you know earlier this year I think it was um upon reading the gene keys um I realized that everything I had in my spiritual awakening experience all that ex all that intelligence that I was hearing and feeling and tapping into is actually what the Gene Keys um, is about. So that's why I've taken to the Gene Keys so quickly and so deeply and love it and completely feel the truth of it, which is why I'm not afraid to say that, even though I'm still a student of it. Um, it's made a lot of sense and put a lot of clarity into my journey that I did not have before. Um, I felt like unconditional love healing actually um um, helped me transform a lot of stuff, like a lot of things. And naturally I came to what I now know is the gifts that are in my gene keys. Um, I had already had an understanding of them because I'd already felt them come up in my healing. So it was like this huge validation that happened when I came across the gene keys. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, like a validation of my, of my awakening journey and my transformation because that's what the awakening journey is. It's you transforming from all of your human conditioning and your human stuff into your a wholeness of yourself and your true self and integrating your humanness into that. And, um, you know, like, yeah, just becoming a more authentic, fuller, more powerful version of yourself, more truthful version of yourself. Um, and I feel like that's what's happened to me. And so just going back to, you know, like, like I said, I'll, I'll have, do another podcast about my, the grieving process and that whole thing, cause it's still happening to me. Um, I feel like I've, I've healed through a lot of it, but, um, I still feel like there's, it's still, you know, there and, um, you know, it was a really hard, that was a very, very, very hard experience to go through like that. And that is an understatement. It was very hard to go through that. Um, and then going to his funeral and then, you know, the, just the, the heartache and the pain, you know, for his family and friends, you know, and like, that's just been something that, um, I feel still and, um, and at the same time still feeling like really connected to him. Like, I know he's not gone, gone. Like, I know he's existing, like, still. And I feel like he communicates with me um, sometimes. And he probably communicates with me a lot. I just can't hear it and just or ignore it because I think it's too good to be true or something. Um, 
and you know there was a lot of things in our relationship that I felt like were clues for me to be prepared for this and that's been something I'm still trying to understand um like for instance he told me and asked me like if one of us dies before the other one um how are we going to communicate like through the for the from the other side and I said music and he was like oh of course you know and so I do I do actually there's a lot of songs that that he loved and I associate with him and songs that I loved that I'd shown him and he ended up loving as well so I, whenever I hear those songs and they do come across my path randomly I know it's him um but it still doesn't you know like even though that's I know that's there and that's real you know this there's still the pain of it being very different now like in a way I'm having to rely on 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 another aspect of me in order to like communicate with him or just to to validate he's still there um and that's hard <laughs> it's very hard when you walk around in life and people a lot of people don't acknowledge the spirit world they don't acknowledge spirit and that can feel very isolating you know luckily i do have a community of people who completely acknowledge it um but you know i do have still have a lot of i'm still in a place in my life where that's not around me all the time so it's very hard and that's kind of like another reason why i want to do this podcast because i want to validate that for other people who may not have a community around them of people who fully understand your journey or understand what you've got you've gone through or understand your perspective on life um it can really feel very isolating and very you can feel very alone in that which i still do sometimes like even sometimes around in my spiritual community but that's something inside of me that i you know i need to acknowledge and so here's the thing i still don't fully understand my purpose like i don't fully understand the the depth and the height of it um i've glimpsed it but it's not something that's here all the time it's something that i get to see when i've done so much healing or i've healed a certain thing and you know and that, and in saying that you know when you you do um consciously participate in your healing and actually accelerate it that way so you you actually get on board with it and go yes okay i'm going to heal this aspect of me um and bring it back to wholeness it, it's like it propels you to a higher perspective and that's what you start to see you start to see your life from a higher perspective you start to get it's like you get a breath of fresh air and go oh right like oh i was only seeing it from this that perspective that painful perspective but now i can see above that pain and i see you know the awesomeness of myself and other people and that situation that's what healing gives you it gives you a higher perspective on your life and you that becomes more permanent becomes easier to get there and even when you're you know amongst like very very painful feelings and situation like you know when you choose to heal you know it's not like you're healing something broken you're you're choosing to do that to get a higher perspective on your life and f 
bring some love into the situation. Bring some love like through yourself into the situation. That's what healing is. You know, and like choosing that is very powerful. Choosing to do that is very powerful. And um, and like I said, I've yet to see any other healing modality that actually goes to this depths and, and thoroughly transforms things, thoroughly, you know. And in saying that, this is not an overnight thing. And I think there's also maybe a lot of modalities out there that promise this very quick transformation or, or that things will, you know, it, you know, it, it has this certain period of time. It doesn't, you know. It's something you choose every day. It's something you choose to do every day that gets easier. And, and it takes time. You need a lot of patience to heal the depths of things. And you've got to remind yourself at the same time and persevere in it. Remind yourself, which I have to do a lot, and thankfully my friends reflect this to me, that, you know, that it's awesome. Like, that it's awesome what you're doing. Even though it doesn't feel awesome, it's really, really awesome. And awesome things you know, things will be even more awesome and even more awesome. Like, and it's like, like uh, when you first begin that healing, it's like, it's so gradual. Then you have a massive shift and you're like, whoa, my life just completely changed. Then you do gradual, gradual, gra and then boom, it happens again. Like this massive shift, like, whoa, everything's changed again. It just, it's just over and over and over. But then those gradual shifts start to become the big ones. And you're like, wow, just that little pivot of my perspective and my, and healing is just, oh my God, the dogs are going crazy again, um, has just given me this whole other take on life. And now I see everything differently and I feel so much better. So the pivots become very, very um, powerful and yeah, it's like, that's actually just helped me really um, find the way I, I can express like, because I'm, you know, when I publish my website, it, uh, that means I'm going to be ready for clients, which means I'll be ready to help other people transform really, really deep stuff. And it's I've been struggling to find the words, like there's so many words I can use and yet it's not like one thing and I feel like that's actually I feel like I just felt some clarity in saying that so yeah and like so many other things have happened to me like so many like I, I you know this would be a whole another series of podcasts so many multi-dimensional um you know when I was a child I had an astral travel experience um that just naturally happened to me and my I find that my consciousness naturally wants to do that a lot. So I freak out a little bit and I have, I've had a lot of sleep paralysis. Um, I've actually um, had a lot of lucid dreams. Um, and now I know, I know the difference between all of those states. Um, I've managed to actually meet David a couple of times in, in another um, state of awareness um, and actually see him, which has been very, um, they've been really, really good experiences and really helped me with my grief. Um, um, but that doesn't happen a lot, you know. But it's also because I'm not really opening myself to it a lot of the time. I mean, it is a bit. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot goes into that, let me just say. <laughs> there's a lot goes into that. And I feel like there's a part of me that's like very strongly about being very present here with what I have and being very, yeah, being very present with what's going on right now and being very here because I know I'm not going to be here like forever. I know my time will come. And so, um, you know, I'm at peace with that on a level in myself. Um, but it's very important that I'm here. So, you know, um, and I feel like, you know, David passing has, has taught me so much more about, about death and the afterlife and, and, and our judgments around it or our fears around it. Like, I feel like that's helping me really get a higher perspective on that, which I already naturally had, but this has just like solidified it even more. I am, um, you know, in my grief process, I really got very, um, sem somewhat obsessed with, uh, near-death experiences and there's so many of them. People tell their story all the time on YouTube and there's so many channels for that. Like there's so many, um, yeah, great, um, recounts of their thing. I love listening to them. I love listening to them. And like every single one, every single person will say, doesn't matter what belief system they come from, whether they're atheist, Catholic, whatever, mm -hmm. every single one of them will say the unconditional love you feel on that side is you can't describe. It's total acceptance, total love. And that's what they remember. They just remember that feeling and that understanding of, of how loved everyone and everything is, no matter what. And it changes people. You can see when they come back, like, like the, them really connecting to that when they talk. And so that's why I love listening to it. I love that validation that, that, that is true, you know. So, yeah, so I've just recounted my <laughs> awakening and healing journey in the best way I can because it does loop around in time and it also has many links to other things. It also has this, I have this, you know, the center of it is me and my connection with David, um, which I'm still trying to understand to this day. I still don't fully get like the purpose of, of it, you know, I still don't. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, does make me sad is like, why did he choose the path he chose? And I chose this, uh, this, you know, healing path and going this way. And like, why did he choose that? You know, and I would, you know, often show him this is an option. Like you, you have the option to heal, like I'm doing it and it's awesome. It's not hard, like as in it's not, well, it is, it's challenging, but it's like, it's actually really awesome and it works. And, you know, like there was a whole period of time I went through that and just confused why he didn't want to take a similar path, even though he was a very spiritual person. And it just baffled me a little bit, like why? And I'm, I still have that question, why? Like, why did he not stick around and and transform here? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. But um, he used to say to me, because he loved Taoism, he used to say to me, like, this 
piece I think comes from the Tao is like a master wastes nothing and like those those words like echo in my head a lot and um and that's the thing I feel like I don't um like even though he's gone that way like I won't waste it like I won't um that there's something loving and and good that can come from it. And yeah, I may, may not have found it <laughs> completely, but I I really I hear those words a lot. To like use everything to become a better person, to become myself, to become more loving towards me and other people and there's nothing like loss that can take you to some of the deepest places and and take you to such places of surrender as well. What you do, you feel utterly powerless. And so I just let it teach me every day, is, you know, and I try not to resist that. It's very hard. Very, very, very hard. So, yeah. This has been my, this is my spiritual awakening. This is my healing journey. This is the depths of it. This is the height of it. This is um, a lot of unknown in it. A lot of unknown. And it's been hard to move forward into um, into my life, you know, to create a new phase of my life because I don't quite understand. But I don't think it's that. I actually think that maybe I'm just not recognizing the power of where I'm at and in a deeper way and how much I've done that people haven't seen. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I really am grateful that you've listened to this entire thing. And um, I'm not sure what's been conveyed from it. Um, I know that I've, I feel a bit more connected to my journey now. And I, I thank you for listening so that I was able to do that. And... Um, yeah, like, I really hope this year of 2022 is way more connected, way more unified, way more loving, way more abundant, way more healing and transformative and inclusive and may it feel easier this year, may it feel yeah just more unifying and connected than last these last couple of years and I hope I can do my part for that in whatever way I can in small ways, big ways these ways unseen ways All right.
I wish you a really awesome New Year's. And yeah, let's speak next year. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode and to my journey. Uh, I really hope you got something out of that um, for yourself. Um, Yeah, I really do. And so, you know, for more offerings, um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And also my website should be out in the next couple of days. I'm hoping tomorrow, the 1st of January, it will be published. Um, It will be freedomwithfender.com. And I will be also taking clients from tomorrow tomorrow onwards. So if you wish to work one-on-one with me in sessions, um, please reach out to me. Um, You'll be able to book through my website. So yeah, thanks guys. Till next time.